and welcome to this week's episode of Marvelous Mouse Talk. I'm your host, Marcella Zimmerman, and I'm joined today by Aaron Sotomayor. Hello. And Becca Bellalo. Hi, guys. As always, this podcast is brought to you by MarvelousMouseTravels.com, where we're creating marvelous memories, one family at a time. This week, we'll be discussing a very popular topic when visiting Walt Disney World. Special dietary needs is often something that we are asked about. Whether you have a gluten, dairy, or any other type of allergy or special dietary need, Disney is a great place and is very accommodating for this. I'd like to welcome both of you ladies to the podcast. This is actually your first one, and this is a great topic. How are y'all doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, no problem. I'm I'm really honored to have both of you on. This will be fun. And I know that from previous conversations of both of y'all, you do have dietary needs for yourself or either for your family. Um, Erin, do you mind sharing what you have on your side? Yes. So my husband will go into a a restaurant and he will order the number nine. And that's about where the easy part ends. Um, (laughs) I have a gluten allergy. I have a son with a red dye and a caramel color allergy. And then I have another son with a fish and uh, seafood allergy. So shellfish and uh, traditional fish as well. So uh, it can get a little bit interesting when we're ordering. Yeah, that does sound like a lot. But like I said, Disney's great. So um, we'll get into that in a minute, though. How about you, Becca? For me, it's kind of the opposite. I'm the only one, like, that's causing a problem at the table. So um, the rest of my family is completely fine and can eat whatever they want. But I have um, gluten and dairy restrictions as well as any added sugar. So natural sugar is fine, but any of the processed stuff I have to avoid quite <laughs> a lot. So... Personally, I don't have any kind of dietary needs. The only thing I've ever had experience with is taking my mother who's diabetic. And to me, there there really wasn't a whole lot that we had to do for her. But if you were to walk into Disney World, what exactly do you have to do when you order to go ahead and make sure that they take care of your needs? So if you have the nine most common allergies, so egg, fish, gluten, milk, peanuts, shellfish, soy, tree nuts, or wheat, They typically will have menus for you, both at the quick service and at most sit-down locations for table service restaurants that will give you your options. Obviously, you always have the option of talking with a chef. Um, Disney has no problems with that whatsoever, but they do try and streamline some things for you so that those are listed out at the quick service locations, they have books usually right at the register where they can pull things out and show you ingredient lists for specific items as well. So if you have some of the common allergies, sometimes it's a little bit easier. Um, If you have an allergy or a dietary restriction that's a little bit different, for example, if you're a diabetic and you're carb counting, or if you have multiple allergies, so you need to see if something's clear in multiple different cases, Or like my son with the red dye caramel color allergy, oftentimes we do need to speak with a chef because those are typically not common allergies um, and they're not going to be listed. I found that it's very easy just to, like quick services are a breeze. You walk up and you start talking to the gal or guy taking your order and they'll they oftentimes will be like, I'm going to go get a chef for you. Um, and then that is the, the person who they take your order, the chef does, 
and they're the only ones who touch your food. So Disney really helps um, keep the cross-contamination issue. Uh, it's really non-existent with them. I've had no issues at Disney, which is a big blessing. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. Um, they do make your food to order. It's not sitting on an assembly line with a bunch of other food so that there is less chance of cross-contamination. I will tell you that one of my blessings has been using the app to pre-order food at quick service locations because they didn't originally have allergy items listed, and now they do, which means that if I know what I'm ordering, I can order that in advance And I can go ahead and hit the I'm here button that sends your, you know, order through. And because it typically takes an extra few minutes to get an allergy order up, I know that if I hit that button when I'm close to the restaurant or when I'm going to like, you know, go wash my hands and that kind of stuff, it's just going to save me some time because it's going to be up then sooner than me ordering and then waiting 10, 15 minutes for them to make my order after I've ordered at the kiosk at a quick service location. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, sit down or table services at Disney are even easier because you can make those notations ahead of time. Um, When you're making your reservations, there's a spot that says um, notes for allergy restrictions and you can list them in there. And then um, when you show up at the restaurant, they have it already on your ticket. So when they're seating you, the server the server knows, and then the chef even comes out to your table. So those are amazing, too. And you know what? There's special um, things that sometimes happen, especially when you're traveling with children who have mm-hmm. dietary restrictions. And sometimes they're so limited on what they can have. There's been times where I've had chefs make things that are particularly special for one of my children who maybe they don't get to have desserts very often and they kind of go out of their way to make them have, you know, some extras. So if they have, say, a cookie that is something that the children really like and they know they enjoyed it, they might grab a couple extra ones and say, take these with you just so you have them throughout your trip Uh, because you'll find different things at different locations. So I like the fact that they try and make the kids feel special in a time period where normally it can be a little more restrictive. Mm -hmm. That is my favorite because often places I can't get dessert anywhere. Everything (laughs) has added sugars. So I have been to several places where they make me a dessert and I'm like, this is the best thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think the other thing, too, that if you have somebody who's severely allergic and you have cross-contamination issues and you're ordering at a buffet, uh, and when I say ordering at a buffet, you're probably like, why would you order at a buffet? It's a buffet. But if you really have issues with cross-contamination, you can put an order through with the chef for what you would like off the buffet and they will bring it specifically from the kitchen out to you. So there's no chance of somebody using the tongs for say the Mickey waffles and then using it for the bacon. And now all of a sudden you've got a cross contamination experience and really Disney does not mind doing that. And it would be so much better not to have any issues of cross contamination versus just asking for them to bring it out from the back. I think sometimes if it's a, 
if it's not an allergy, but it's a situation where somebody has an adverse reaction, but not an anaphylactic reaction, they feel mm-hmm. like, well, if I get a little sick, it's not the worst thing in the world, but you're at Disney World and you want to spend time with your family. And so just ask because they're going to make those accommodations. That's an amazing thing about Disney. Like that's, that's something that I don't think everybody would think of, you know, and they're willing to take that extra step to ensure that you are having a good time. And that, like Beckett was saying, like you're able to get that dessert that you don't normally get, you know, and, and that's, mm-hmm. that's really something that I love about them. They're willing to do all of that. So as I know we've kind of touched on it, but as far as like gluten, cause I know gluten's one of the biggest things I personally hear about. I have lots of friends that have gluten allergies at this point. And that's actually something I'm, I'm asked about quite often. Like what type of restaurants can you go to or like what type of foods have you personally experienced that are gluten-free that, you know, you don't get to try anywhere else? Well, I can tell you that there has never been a time at Disney where I felt like I couldn't get food with my gluten allergy. So that has not been an issue at all. But there are a couple places where they've made special items that are gluten-free that if you don't know about, you really need to know about. The first one I will tell you about is at Coraline's French Quarter, they have gluten-free beignets. And they are divine. Um, And you can get them at the Scat Cat. And they make them in a separate area and they bring them out in a bag. And I will tell you, as soon as I got them, I left that vicinity because obviously everybody else who was eating powdered sugar beignets in the room, um, there, there was definitely cross-contamination on the tables. I wouldn't eat in that particular spot. Uh, but I had no cross-contamination issues with the beignets and they were so, so, so good. Um, fried food is not something you get often with a gluten allergy. The other thing that I found that was amazing, they um, opened up a gluten-free vegan kosher uh, bake shop at uh, yeah. Disney Springs. So Aaron McKenna's Gluten-Free Bakery, um, they typically are dairy-free, egg-free, low sugar, um, and I tasted these cupcakes and I wanted to cry. They were just so good because a lot of <laughs> gluten-free food is like crumbly and icky and you're like, Ugh, it's okay. But like really bread became things that just holds the rest of your sandwich together it, it was not something where you were like, oh, this tastes really good. But, you know, I, I ate that cupcake and it was just like, oh my goodness, it's like eating real food again. It was just so good. They've even started putting um, some of those cupcakes at different of the um, different resort restaurants. So uh, like we got them at the Art of Animation, just the quick service in there. They had a package of several of those little cupcakes. So um, they are around and they are amazing. And ones that I can even have. <laughs> it was Yes. Great. We were down there for a training and Becca and I were among many people that, you know, had some dietary. We ended up all sitting together because we got our food a little bit later than everybody else. <laughs> we were eating these cupcakes. We, we were all just like, oh my gosh, this is like, this just made our day. Maybe our week. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and it was nice for sure. <laughs> yeah, well, and it was nice to have them. Uh, that day, particular day, we were at Art of Animation touring the resort, 
And their food court had an amazing amount of gluten-free selections. The chef there was fantastic. And they did. They Mm -hmm. had those cupcakes from Disney Springs that they brought over. They had gelato. I mean, they had more desserts than I could possibly count that were gluten-free. But I was really happy that we we chose what we did there. Yeah, gluten-free is probably one of the easiest, I should say gluten, is one of the easiest things to find um, in all the menus to help you. Like, so every restaurant practically has gluten-free options, even if it's a gluten-free bun. Um, And they, they do a lot of different substitutions, but there are those that have some specialty items as well that are fantastic. I really like um, Pecos Bill in um, Magic Kingdom. It, they do a fajita platter that's fantastic. I just don't get it with the tortillas. And um, they have all the different toppings that you could want. And it, it's like my go-to at that park. That one is really good. Yeah. They have um, great rice bowls there as well that are gluten-free mm-hmm. that I really like. And the uh, rotisserie chicken over at Cosmic Rays is also really good. So I have a go-to on either side of the park. Throughout property, um, if you find the uh, gluten-free chicken tenders, they're actually better than the traditional chicken tenders that you get on property. They are really tasty. And uh, with a gluten allergy, you don't often get to have fried food, as I mentioned before. So the um, gluten-free chicken tenders and fries is kind of a nice experience to have because you're not used to eating fried food. So it's kind of like a treat. Oh, that's nice. Big treat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, just kind of moving along, what about dairy allergies? I know, Becca, you, you said that you have dairy allergies. Is there like a favorite place that you like to go to for those? Well, I kind of, I mentioned the Pecos Bill um, in, in Magic Kingdom. I also, um, I mean, Epcot's really fun because of all the different um, countries around the World Showcase. So most have options for you. Um, My personal favorite is going to um, Morocco and they have some Greek style like kebabs and those are fantastic. Obviously I don't do the sauce, but again, it's very easy to choose like, okay, what can I have? What can't I, what substitutes can they make? Um, They just really work with you wherever you go. So buffets are also really nice. Like Erin mentioned, Um, They usually give you a cheat sheet that you like take around and it tells you what each item has in it. So um, it it takes me longer to go through the line, that's for sure. (laughs) But I can go through knowing, okay, I can have this because it doesn't have gluten, dairy, or any sugar. Um, And so some of those are my favorites. Um, Tusker House in Animal Kingdom is a really good one. They have some fun, unique um, items too that you don't see on typical buffets more with the African flair. Um, so. I agree. Tusker House is amazing. So many options. Erin, um, do you want to take the seafood out? Yeah, so seafood or is it seafood, seafood and like seafood soft? and fish. Um, okay. I will tell you that you can pretty much go to any restaurant on property and you're going to find a non-seafood, non-fish option, even at some of the restaurants that you know are mostly fish-based. I personally like to avoid anything that's mostly fish-based, whether it's warranted or not. I feel personally like I, I don't feel great about being in that environment 
with my son. But, uh, you know, if we're with other people in our family and we're on a big trip, I've never had issues before with finding him something, even at a restaurant that is mostly seafood or, um, you know, a fish-based menu. And that one, too, is also very big on, like, cross-contamination, especially, like, in a restaurant that's solely based on seafood. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that one I'm a little, little more leery about. I will mention that also, like, um, resort restaurants, there's so many options. Um, uh, each one usually has a quick service, and some even have um, table services. But I have never had so much, like, options that I do at Whispering Canyons at Wilderness Lodge. Um, they're fantastic. That's the place where they even made me special dessert. <laughs> I was like, this is the best thing ever. So, um, and Ohana even has options. Like I just don't do the noodles, but they bring me out um, different sides that others might not get. So there are just, you, you're not limited to just what's in the parks. There's so many options at the different resorts as well. The other thing that's nice is if you're using the dining plan, there are a lot of mm-hmm. gluten-free snacks that you can get at the resorts in the quick service food areas. Um, So when you're doing that, you can actually bring those to the park with you. And that way you don't have to try and track down a location where you can buy something. Disney will never keep you from bringing food into the parks for somebody who has an allergy. So when you're going through security, it's listed on their website. You know, if somebody mentions not bringing food into the parks, which I don't even think they do anymore, uh, but it is on their website just to let uh, the team know that you do have an allergy and they will let you bring in whatever food you need to. Recently, they have asked that you not put ice into coolers. So if you have a soft-sided cooler that you're bringing in with some food for somebody with a special diet, you're going to want to make sure you have ice packs and not ice cubes. And if you're staying on Disney property, you can put any type of food in your refrigerator in your room and if need be if they're available they will bring up a secondary refrigerator for you as well if you have some items that you want to bring along with you let's talk about the caramel color and red dye so my son has a caramel color and red dye allergy and i know there are some people who uh, have children who have different reactions to different color dyes and when we first found out he was two And we had no idea what was going on. We had no idea what was causing his issues until we went to a pediatric urologist. And we were able to meet with him just before he retired. And he said, I don't have any scientific studies to show you, but remove caramel color and red dye from his diet and you should be fine. And we immediately saw everything get better. Two weeks later, he was at my mother's house and he had jelly beans and it was all over again. And we were like, okay, he knew what he was talking about. So we have to make sure that we're doing everything we can to avoid what seems to be in almost everything. And they could not be better about it at Disney. They will just bring out different things that he wants to eat and give me the entire list and we go through it and we see, okay, this has red dye or this particular one is, you know, made with non red 40. It's paprika for coloring instead. And there are certain things where if it's made in another facility and brought in and they don't have the specific information, they'll just air 
on the side of caution and say, we don't have this for this particular item. It happens very infrequently, but, um, you know, I'd rather be safe than sorry, and they feel the same way. So everywhere we go, whether it's a quick service location or a snack cart or a table service location, we've had no issues with any cross-contamination or finding out what was in those specific items. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and it's not one of the nine that's on the list. So for mm -hmm. that particular one, I do need to talk with a chef to get specific things answered. Um, they will have typically, here's your, you know, traditional allergies and avoid X, Y, and Z, but they don't have food dyes as one of those allergies. So I do have to look at the specific ingredient lists with the chef. Okay, yeah, that was going to be my next question is if they have to bring out the list to you so that you can look at yeah. them. So what we do when we get to a location where we haven't ordered before, we have questions, we'll go ahead and ask to speak with a the chef. They start taking everybody else in the group's orders. And by the time we get to that point, usually the chef's out to answer questions for us. Um, we, he goes through the you know items that my son is thinking about getting and then gives us the yes, no, or let me check. And if it's a let me check, then, you know, they bring out the list and we take a peek at it together. I think that one of the things that makes you feel really good as a parent or as an individual who has an allergy is when you're eating out, you can tell right away whether somebody's confident in what they're talking about or mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. So there's times where, you know, you're traveling and you have to stop to eat somewhere and you say, I have a gluten allergy to your server. Can you tell me, can I have this item? And they say, well, that has milk in it. And you're like, oh, you don't even know what gluten is. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like, okay, you know, gluten is wheat, not dairy. And they're like, yeah, but that has cheese. And you're like, okay, can I talk to the chef, please? <laughs> Um, and you don't find that at Disney. Um, I'm not saying you're not going to find it, but typically their frontline cast members are trained so well that they are very confident in what they are doing and they take it very seriously. And it just gives you a general peace of mind. Absolutely. I, I found even like, and they're like, okay, well, you can't have this. So what if we add this to it? So I was getting like a, gluten-free um, breakfast sandwich, and they were like, well, you can't have the hash brown on it, so let's add more bacon. I was like, sure, I love more bacon. So they really go out of their way to take that extra step of, like, we recognize that you can't have this, so let's try this, or let's give you this instead. So they really work with you. Who doesn't want more bacon? <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's good for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Becca, about your, your no sugar added and yours is kind of similar to Aaron's. Like, I've never heard of that either where like you can't do the additives. Um, yeah. Being as like my mother's diabetic, I'm very like open to the fact of like, you know, there's usually no sugar added or no, it's like a sugar substitution that's usually, that's usually added. So I'm more versed in the opposite, but can you tell me a little bit about what your, what your special dietary needs? Uh, effects and like some of the places that you're able to go and like what you're able to, to do with it. 
Absolutely. So a couple of years ago, I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and I went to a nutritionist. We tried to find out like what causes my flares, the pain, what's, what's triggering it. And so we had narrowed it down to gluten and dairy. And then she was like, well, let's give it a shot and see if sugar is affecting you. And I was like, no, that's the one thing I didn't <laughs> want to give up. <laughs> so um, we went through a whole process and found that it's actually one of my biggest. And so um, that was something that was probably the biggest adjustment to do. Um, not only like at home, but probably the hardest to do out um, in restaurants. So because I mean, sugar is everywhere. Sugar is hidden in everything. So um, I just people do their best and um, Disney really does their best. So I have found that um, you know, a lot of places are willing to work with um, natural sugars and um, they have different options of, well, we won't give you this sauce instead. Um, one of the biggest one obviously was Whispering Canyon, like I mentioned at um, Canyon Cafe at uh, Wilderness Lodge. They made me a like coconut milk um, pudding, rice pudding, and it was fantastic. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is in this? And they did stevia, the natural stevia. And so they really have different options. Um, they use a lot of places will use honey as a sweetener, but they, I mean, even times they'll be honest and say, unfortunately, we don't have anything on the menu that we could, you know, give you for dessert, but they'll bring me a bowl of fruit so I don't feel left out. <laughs> so <laughs> you can do that. Um, and there's been other places that they've made me a special cake and that kind of thing. So another one that at Wilderness Lodge is the um, Artist Point, so the storybook um, Snow White Dining at Artist Point. And uh, so that one is kind of a different setting where they bring out um, meal and they'll set it in the middle and everybody takes one. So for they do that for appetizers and for desserts. And so they usually give everybody three options for dessert um, and everybody can grab theirs from the middle tier and that's something that I was like well I'll just sit here and watch you guys eat your desserts but no they actually brought me out three of my own desserts um, and they were fantastic and so they really go out of their way to get you something that you can eat and eat safely so uh, that's one of probably my favorites. Storybook dining was amazing for us as well just to concur yeah. not only is it a situation where they had something that we could eat, but like that particular restaurant, everything has to do with how it's displayed. So like mm -hmm. if they have like soup, it's in this little like soup kettle type thing that looks like where the witch would have made her potions and, and that kind of stuff. So a lot of the items that they're bringing out they're it, there's a lot of show involved and a lot of attention to detail and the items that were, traditional sugar or the items that were caramel color, red dye free or gluten free, they looked different than the items that everybody else had. But they were still really well designed. They had that attention yeah. to detail still. It wasn't just something I, they unwrapped and put on a plate. It was spectacular. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, after a while, like gluten free and especially and dairy free, you're like, your, sometimes your options are limited to like salads 
or a chicken breast, you know? And so after a while at different vacations, you kind of get sick of chicken. Like, I don't want chicken. Well, I tried their chicken at Artist Point and it was fantastic. Like it was probably one of the best chickens I've ever had. <laughs> so um, they just really go yeah, above and beyond. So Disney does have special events and in their special events, they are great at really accommodating to guests that have special dietary, special dietary needs. Um, one of my favorite things is actually Mickey's Not So Scary because I love what they do in this case. Um, do either one of y'all, are y'all more familiar with what it is that they give out um, in place of the candy for kids that cannot go trick-or-treating and doing their traditional activities? Yes. So I've actually, um, I did that this past trip. We were out there for that training and um, we as agents got to go to one of the Halloween parties. So I went to experience it myself before I've been to parties and I just chose not to, you know, get a bag or try to collect candy. But this time I was like, I just want to experience it so that I can share about it. And so um, you get a special bag. It's different than all the other ones. My, it's like turquoise, kind of a teal color. And you go around and at each candy station, you ask for um, the tokens. So they're going to give tokens in your bag instead of candy. At the end of the night, you can take those tokens to um, City Hall or if they list other places in the map um, to, to go turn those in um, when we were there at City Hall. But they um, give you a bag of goodies that meet your special dietary needs. So they gave me a bag of um, different kind of, uh, it wasn't all candy related, but there were a few candy items that I could eat. Um, there were some nuts and bags of mixed nuts. Um, they just, and that was due to my three different restrictions. They had multiple options for like if the child just had a gluten allergy or um, any of the specifics, if there was a peanut or a nut allergy, they had a different bag. And so um, it was kind of a special treat to like look through and what did I get? <laughs> the other thing that I thought was great is you got the teal discs at every candy spot but let's say your child has a peanut allergy so they can't have the Reese cups or the peanut m&ms or whatever is at that station but like for me i could eat that because it didn't have gluten in it so mm -hmm. i could actually take the candy from the candy stations that were okay for me to have and then I could take the coins and exchange those for the stations that or stations I couldn't get an item at. So the mm -hmm. bag that I had had dye-free, like, suckers and dye-free gummy bears and gummy worms and all kinds of different things. But there were some locations where there was certain things we could have. So we could kind of mix and match between the teal coins and the items that were available that we could have. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I love how like they make everybody feel so included, you know, regardless if you could or could not go trick or treating, you still got that, that experience. Very much so. Um, so what about the other special events that they have in the parks? So one of the things over at Epcot that you're going to see during the Food and Wine Festival in particular, but also you're going to see at 
the Flower and Garden Festival now and the Arts Festival, they are going to have those extra booths around the World Showcase. And a lot of times when that happens, you're going to see right on the billboards out front, if something's vegan, vegetarian, plant-based, gluten-free, they'll try and mark it right up front. I will tell you that you need to tell them when you're ordering still that you need that item to be, say, gluten-free. Because while they can make something gluten-free, it doesn't mean that it's already made gluten-free. So, for example, if you have a soup and they put tortilla chips on top of it, the gluten-free version might be without the tortilla chips. So you'll want to mention to them that it is a specific allergy so that they can, you know, change out their gloves if they have to or not add certain items if they need to. Keep in mind, too, that these are tiny little kitchens. A lot of prep work is done in another area and things are brought out to those tiny little kitchens. So if you're worried about cross-contamination, just ask them, do you feel this is safe, you know, for cross-contamination? And they'll usually tell you, yes, I would say this is fine, or I would be leery because of X, Y, and Z, because it is such a tiny space. We're talking tiny kitchens. So you're going to want to be a little more uh, alert and ask questions when you're at those kiosks. I was just going to say, they have some really great options. It's fun to look through the menu and see, hunt down what you can have. And and they will, like, um, I wanted to have some jerk chicken from the uh, Caribbean booth this, uh, fest- this past food and wine festival. And um, they just took out the, the dairy yogurt sauce, but it was still fantastic. It was still probably my favorite dish of the, of the whole festival. If you also have multiple allergies, you can contact Disney and there's an email address that I'm going to give you. And you're going to want to do this somewhere around the two-week mark before travel, not before then, because some recipes will change and some vendors will change. So within 14 days of travel, you can go ahead and email special.diets at disneyworld.com. And when you email them, you will let them know what restaurants you have dining scheduled for. And they will let your chefs know that you're coming, Um, especially if you have three or four different allergies and they're overlayering. They can try and email sometimes the chefs will email you and ask you questions so they will have different things uh, set up for you for when you come into the restaurant well ladies i wanted to thank both of you for coming on and sharing your experience and your tips for going to disney world with special dietary needs um y'all have been very informative i also wanted to thank you today for listening um and we hope that you've enjoyed this episode please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you'll be one of the first to know when a new episode is released if you'd like a quote to Disney World, please email us at contact us at marvelousmousetravels.com. I'll provide a link in our show notes. We hope that you had a marvelous week, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. <laughs>